Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. I'm going to shift gears here because I was kind of um, kind of disturbed, even for, for, for me, like one who has spent years arguing against the K-12 government education model. Um, and I recognize that a lot of people have a lot of uh, feelings, a lot of emotions tied to the K-12 model. They look back on it with nostalgia. Um, they... They, you know, remember their childhood friends and their great teachers and all of these experiences and stuff that they had. And so they think that the model can be preserved and we can, like, fix it somehow. And I just disagree. I don't think the model is fixable. And I think that's becoming more and more clearer to a lot more people. But I also recognize that people have the feels. And so they don't want to get rid of the thing. So, okay, fine. So my compromise has always been... um, vouchers school choice right to at least uh, you don't want to you don't want to tear down the k-12 model i disagree but you should at least allow kids to get out of schools that are failing them so um that's why i've been a, a school choice voucher supporter low these many years um but what is what has been happening i think is becoming more and more evident to more people and it's getting more, it's getting more dangerous. And since October 7th, it is now very plain, very plain that the left has been very successful in their education of the children, right? The long March through the institutions has reaped, a lot of hate. The left has reaped. They're reap, we are reaping a lot of hate. Um, you can look at it in a poll that was released by Harvard Harris. Harvard and Harris poll. I know Harvard. But they asked people in different age demographics various questions. Some of them were about Israel. Some of them were about uh, whites. Some of them were about oppressor, oppressed uh, ideology. And the results are not good. And they get worse the younger you go in the demographic groupings. So this is uh, one of the questions. There is an ideology that white people are oppressors and non-white people and people of certain groups have been oppressed. And as a result, should be favored today at universities and for employment. Do you support or oppose this ideology? Okay, so white people are oppressors, non-white oppressed, and so they should be favored. The oppressed should be favored at universities and employment. So overall, the numbers seem... Not terrible, because overall, 
two-thirds of Americans say they disagree with this ideology. And you might be thinking, oh, okay, two-thirds. That's still kind of, hmm, wait, so there's a third? But maybe it's some, you know, it's kind of like something like uh, affirmative action. That's what people are thinking of, whatever. Well, when you break down the demographics, if you're, if you're looking at people over the age of 65, 81% oppose it. And then if you, you're, you go down uh, in 10-year increments, basically, in the age groups, so 55 to 64, that now goes to 74%. The younger 10 years, uh, 45 to 54, drops down to 67% oppose this ideology. Age gr- uh, demographic, 35 to 44, now you're down to 61%. The age group of 25 to 34 is basically split. It's 51-49 oppose. But that's basically split. That's 50-50. So that's half. Say, yes, play favorites based on oppressed status, which is based only on the color of your skin. That's, That's the ideology. The most disturbing, 18 to 24-year-olds. College kids, basically, right? 79% support that ideology. 21% oppose it. Only 21, so only one out of five say that, what, judge people, you should not judge people based on the color of their skin. That's what they're saying. Because the next... um, Question is, do you think this ideology is helpful or hurtful to society? And every age group says it's hurtful. With the older generations expressing more opposition, greater numbers of them are opposed to the saying it's hurtful. You know, 83%, then 84%, then 70%, then 54%, then 57%. And then the youngest demographic, 18 to 24 is split 50-50. So think about that. You've got 79% saying they support this ideology of oppressed oppressor, victimology, right? That they support this ideology. You would think that 80%, 79% would find it to be helpful, but they don't. They know it's hurtful. They know, like... There's like a group, there's like a 30% chunk of 18 to 24-year-old dumbasses that think that this ideology is hurtful but are still supporting it. Maybe they think it's hurting the right people. Maybe that's it. But it says helpful or hurtful to our society, to the entire society. And it is hurtful. David Strom at uh, hotair.com, he says you could call this the Ibram X. Kendi generations versus the MLK generations. And he's exactly right. Ibram X. Kendi, the guy that Charlotte Mecklenburg schools paid like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for a Zoom chat appearance with a whole bunch of the uh, educrats, the teachers and, and administrators and all these people that were that spent a year reading his book his anti-racism book, which basically said nobody can be, uh, all white people are racist. You just, that's it. Like you're either racist or anti-racist and you got, and to be anti-racist, you have to be actively anti-racist. That's it. There's no, 
There are no other options available. And this is the guy that CMS infected its its employees with, gave them the books, right? Everybody's now reading along this guy's works, and then they spend taxpayer dollars to bring him in to talk about his book to these people. And this is the result. You, they're teaching your kids to hate based on race. Don't tell me that this model is salvageable anymore. It's just not. All those classes promoting CRT are having an effect. Social emotional learning, SEL. Mm-hmm. Four out of five people between the ages of 18 and 24 believe white people are oppressors. That's your government education system being run by leftists. That's where this comes from. Right? I've, we, we spent years talking about the roots of CRT, where it traces back through, and it's Marxism. Right? This is the march through the institutions. They talk specifically about capturing the institutions and then changing the culture. This is it. This is what it looks like. Did you see what they're doing at Arlington National Cemetery? Did you see any of that? They're ripping down the reconciliation monument. That seems kind of bad. No? A reconciliation? I mean, is So no reconciling? We're just going to keep harboring animosity towards each other forever? Is that the idea? There will no, see, there will be no reconciliation, apparently. Here's a Pete tweet. It's from uh, Duke Powers. That's his name. Pete, for the love of you... You're telling me the dog barking jingle bells isn't number one? That's the most stress-free carol ever. Love your show. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Same to you, Duke Powers. Um, no. I find that song to be stressful. I do. I, I, I have never... It goes on way too long. They should have just done, like, one verse. That's it. All right, so... um. Going over some of the, uh, this polling from Harvard-Harris that finds two-thirds of voters oppose an ideology that white people are oppressors. The problem is that the young folks, the CRT generation, they overwhelmingly disagree with all of their uh, other countrymates, all of the older people. You can see, like, this is the CRT generation. They've been, they've been corrupted in in the way they think about people and relationships. This is directly tied to all of this, you know, the quote unquote wokeism, right? This is this is the result. Arlington National Cemetery. It's actually got a history tied to both the Revolutionary War and the Civil War. The Arlington estate was originally created as a tribute to George Washington by his adopted grandson. And also by an odd quirk of fate, Robert E. Lee wound up temporarily possessing the property at the outbreak of the Civil War. The federal government seized it for military purposes, and it became the site of the National Cemetery. The Civil War was the most deadly war in our history, more than half a million American deaths. Congress agreed to intern Confederate soldiers at Arlington and allowed the erection of a monument that became known as the Reconciliation Monument, a celebration of the country coming back together. But after the fiery but mostly peaceful Summer of Love riots, 
we had to just tear down anything that had any kind of a connection to the Confederacy, right? And this reconciliation monument was put on the chopping block. And now the time has come, even though there were people that objected to this, there were like 40 Republicans in Congress that wrote a letter. It's just virtue signaling. That's all it, that's all it is. And by the way, right, it was never really about the Confederacy or the Confederate statues. Right? Jeremy Carl at the Claremont Institute, he says the same spirit animated the recent removal of the statue of Thomas Jefferson from the New York City Council, where it had stood for 187 years. Right? This is an attack on Western Enlightenment values. That's what, that's what this is, as Marxism always is, right? The issue is never the issue. The issue is always revolution. Just They just move from one issue to the next. Anything to dismantle the infrastructure of the, of the Western Enlightenment. That's it. Now let me go over here to the phones and get Steve on. Hello, Steve. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, Pete. Hey. I'm well. How are you? Good. What's going on? Well, I just wanted to make a comment that uh, I've been studying this uh, march through the institutions for about the last 20 years and watching it develop in this country. So my first purpose of my call is to absolutely support your message. You are right on the money. That's what's happening. Uh, Another statistic I can lend you is, I think this is out of Harvard Business Review, that 75 or so percent of the Gen Z generation mm-hmm. are resigning their jobs because they can't take the stress of work <laughs> okay and so you know you project that let's just project that what makes america great what makes the american dream available it's the work ethic right. it's the value system it's to be the best you can be ethic mm-hmm. and that's what that's what's being eroded by these Marxists who are occupying Congress. A lot of them are. I, I've, I've gotten to the point where I don't know if Democrat and Republican mean much anymore. I, I'm thinking in terms of Uh-oh. patriot and, uh, and, uh, uh, and Marxist. Mm-hmm. I'm probably way off of the bats and witches on that one. But anyway, those are my comments. I got you, Steve. I appreciate the call, sir. No, it's, uh, I, I will... Uh... I will check out that stat, Harvard Business. I think he said Harvard Business Review. Um, 75. It would not surprise me. Have you seen there are people in the military that are on TikTok shooting videos, making videos of themselves, talking about how how being in the military is terrible, how they hate it. They're on the Chinese app, trash-talking military service. And yeah, they're all young Gen Z's. Just all right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at CarolinaReadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, 
camping and hiking supplies even, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com, veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Before the break, Steve called in and said there was some stat he had read about 75% of Gen Z's like quitting because they can't take the stress. I think this might be it. Uh, headline, are Gen Z the most stressed generation in the workplace? Ugh. <laughs> Just, oh, you have some stress, do you? Oh, okay. See, this is where the Gen X in me is like, guys, you don't, how about stress? Like, hey, um, mom and dad are working, and I don't have a key to get into the house. Deal with that stress, and you're like eight. Like, that's Gen X. Suck it up, buttercups. Okay. The instability, insecurity, and relentless upheaval of the past several years has left workers anxious. And now, as layoffs proliferate and pay fails to keep pace with rising inflation, they're still worrying, in some cases more than ever, the global strain of what some call a permacrisis, permanent crisis, okay, impacts workers of all ages, yet many researchers and experts posit that Gen Z are the most stressed cohort in the workplace overall. Jumping into their careers in the past few years, with some only just entering the workforce during the pandemic, has put them in particularly difficult situations. According to Cigna International Health's 2023 survey of more than 12,000 workers around the world, 91% of 18 to 24-year-olds report being stressed. 91% report being stressed. I'm a millennial, but I can, I can bargain to say I really don't understand what real stress is. Because there's so many things that I, situations I haven't been in. Yeah. Like that's. Hey, hey, hey. Here, here's a good one. Um, if you didn't keep up your grades in college, they were going to send you off to Vietnam to fight a war. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like yeah. That, I think that might be a good, that might be stressful. Something I've never had to deal with. Me neither. So thank, thank you. Right. You know. I'm thinking like. Wow. Pass this class or die. Like, that's that's a pretty stressful situation to be put in. I get it's all relative. Like, you know, it's uh-uh. different for everybody. No. Stress is different, but th- th- that's a little ridiculous. Here's the, pr- here's, the, here's the biggest problem, and I've gone over this in different ways over the years. You've heard me talk about this, right? Th- which is resistance to pressure builds strength, right? And when you have not, not even the helicopter moms, helicopter parents that are just hovering all the time, you know, you got the bulldozer moms that – clear the path they 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 schedule the play dates they 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 remove any obstacle that pops up in front of their kid oh yeah and they also hand them a smartphone so the 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 kid is now not taught they don't get they don't get like unstructured free play right everything is is coordinated play dates are arranged and stuff things are it's almost like scripting you know I go to some of these kids' birthday parties over the years, and it's just like everything is planned. Like, dude, we like birthday party, we would just show up at somebody's house and like just we would all have to go down into the basement. And that was it. And then it became like Lord of the Flies. And that was that was a birthday party. 
<laughs> that was a birthday party. Yeah. Or you run or you run around outside and play for like three hours after school and they give you a bunch of sugar and a cake and then send you home all hopped up on uh, on cookies, you know? Like that was that was it. Um, let's see. So the unstructured free play, this the 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 bulldozer parents, um, and what, it, what yes, then layer in the constant drumbeat of Everything is terrible and you're going to die from, you know, climate change to COVID. It, you're creating all of these, uh, all of these stressors in kids. And then you're not giving them any tools to show them that they can overcome their, their, their fears. Right. They're not getting tested. They're not failing. And then learning from the failure, stuff like that. And by the way, I do recognize as one without children. I have the best parenting advice. <laughs> I've never made any of these mistakes. <laughs> um, research indicates Gen Z are emerging as the most stressed demographic in the workplace and struggling mightily to cope. The same data shows unmanageable stress affects almost a quarter of the Gen Z respondents and almost all are dealing with symptoms of burnout. They're already burning out. They're like just entered the workforce and like, Oh my God, I can't do it. <laughs> I got to get up every day. I, I saw a video of a Gen Z who, uh, and I felt bad for her because she had been, she had been sold a, a bill of goods basically and did not know the true cost. She's like, I can't afford to live in my apartment. And my commute takes an hour minimum each way. So by the time I get home, I have to, uh, I got to, you know, make dinner. And then it's like nine o'clock at night. I think she was living in Manhattan or something. And she's like crying on her TikTok video about how she has no time to meet anybody or to hang out with any friends or anything. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's called adulting. That's it's being an adult. You go to work, but the, again, you're, you're being pitched on this idea that you can have it all. And it's, and this is the way to do it. And this is the right path for everybody. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be. All right, let me go over here to Bob. Hello, Bob. Welcome to the program. Hey, Pete. How are you? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Uh, quickly, your call screener always makes me feel so good. He recognizes <laughs> me. He asks how I am. And it's always a pleasure to speak to him. He. He didn't ask you to say that, but I wanted to tell you that. So, All right, Bernie, you're my... fired. Uh, Dang it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're good. Thank you, you can't Bob. treat the caller so nicely, Bernie. <laughs> Thank you. That's very nice, Bob. I appreciate it. Uh, that's all right. Pete can balance it out. That's right. Uh, that's what I'm here for. We always talk about the, the young generation like we had nothing to do with them, and I think that their undoing really started – with my generation, I'm a boomer, uh, I guess a young boomer, mm -hmm. but uh, we infiltrated the faculty of the colleges, and uh, generations since then have bought what we sold, mm -hmm. and it's been, the, it's been the dream and the goal of, you know, you and your parents that your kids go get a good education and, and, and take a slice of the American dream. And we're, we've, we've gotten to where the, the kids have taught the kids 
and now they're they're bombarded with uh, climate change and orange man bad threat to our democracy. Uh, the, the planet is dying, and uh, it's it's unending. So, how should these guys feel? Right. No, and that's why I say I feel bad for them because of this. Uh this constant drumbeat of the the permanent crisis, yeah, they're they, right with the yeah the the messaging that they've been receiving, and coupled with the inability to learn to overcome obstacles and challenges, and it creates a frustration because they literally don't have the the tools to uh, uh, to respond and to overcome. They don't have the tools or the parents. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very it's a very bad situation. But hopefully, kind of already. Since you kind of already knew that, I, I I wouldn't feel right in charging you for this. Today. That's fair. Okay. okay, that's fair. Your normal rate's fine. All right, Bob. I appreciate it. Happy walk to you. That's walking, Bob. Everybody. Jan said, "I just had a flashback to the time that gave me one of my best scars." When you mentioned the free play, unstructured free free play, aka the Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I just had a flashback. To the time that gave me one of my best scars. Thank you. I will need a drink to deal with this. Jen, everything, all of your emails always end with you having a drink. Oh. Did you know that? <laughs> all right, let me let me go and get Mike. We have two mics on the line and one mic in studio right here. So, uh, Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, Pete. Hey. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I, I was listening to you know the report on Gen Z getting stressed out at work and whatnot and whining over stuff. Uh, and I got to say that uh, not all of them are that way. That's uh, true. I, Hashtag not I all gotta, Gen Z. Not all Gen Z. Not all Gen Z. Right? I, my son is 18 and uh, did his, completed his first semester in college on a rugby scholarship. But nice. I dropped, I dropped him off in August and got a text message from him late September. Uh, and, and the synopsis of this message was, Dad, you were always very hard on me, and I gave you a lot of crap about it, uh, but I appreciate it now more than ever as I'm seeing how weak these people are in college. Wow. Uh, so uh, that that made me proud. But, yeah. Uh, no, that's good. It, and it, if you – I said the same thing to my dad, uh, and you should always tell your dad that because – you know, you never know. You know, uh, as a parent, you got to be thinking like, "Oh man, did I, did I mess the kid up too bad?" You know, and so it's good when the kid says, "No, you didn't." <laughs> well, nobody gets a manual when they have a child. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, I lost my wife uh, when she was thirty-nine. I'm sorry, uh, many years ago, and and had to go solo most of the way. Mm. And my son was four when that happened. Mm. Uh, and but. Uh, Seeing the way he grew up, you know, I let him make mud pies and eat dirt and drink out of the hose, uh, have unstructured free play with the neighbors, mm-hmm. uh, just to your point. And, you know, as long as people just remember those basic things that they grew up with, you know, uh, just don't hover over them and don't be a bulldozer mm-hmm. and let them figure it out. And every time they tell you it's not fair. Tell them life's not fair. Get used to it. And if you want a different outcome, work harder. Yeah. Uh, you basically so raised good. a Gen X. That's what you did. <laughs> you raised a Gen 
<laughs> that's right. No, I mean the stuff I'm, that you the, the way you I'm prepare. I know. Like, I'm I can tell <laughs> the stuff you're describing is stuff that we did, and so like that's yeah. So yeah. it just makes sense. I let them. I let the kids, you know, uh, ride around with other kids on their bicycles in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, they had boundaries that they weren't allowed to exceed, but uh, you know, let them play. Yeah. Uh, let them learn. Let them fall off the bike. Let them, you know, trip over a stick. Uh, and then figure it out. Yeah. Mike, I, I appreciate the call, man. I, I appreciate the call. Uh, let me get uh, Mike number two on before uh, the, the news here. Hello, Mike number two. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. What's going on? I uh, just wanted to uh, chime in talking about uh, Gen Z having problems holding on to jobs. My experience since losing my job in 2010 when the economy tanked, is uh, as a middle-aged man, people don't want to hire me. Mm. Uh, I go to job interviews, and they look at me and suddenly start talking about how hard the job's going to be and how stressful and long hours, but they never come right out and say, you're just too old. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other jobs, I check all the boxes for qualifications, never hear back, and I know... It's just because they look at my resume and they can tell this guy must be in his fifties. But uh, but what is the and you're so you're still looking for work thirteen years later? Yeah, I've had part time, temporary, short term. I've not had a solid, steady, full time job in that whole time. All I can get is part time, temporary, fill in work. Um, and what you talk about people having stress? Yeah. Uh, try to keep this short uh i was in iraq with my reserve unit on supply convoys when the economy went bad in 08 got back and the charlotte mecklenburg schools kept me the exact amount of time you have to keep somebody coming off military leave Hmm. and then handed me a letter saying my position was eliminated and uh people were not lining up to hire 42 year olds what's uh, the what line have been in schools what line of work are you uh would you like to be in? Were you trying to stay in? Well, I took my GI Bill, went back to college, finished a degree in history. Um, I've got extensive work history and administration, supervision. Uh, I'm open to anything right now. I've applied for everything from museum work to gathering shopping carts at Home Depot mm-hmm. and can't get any of that. Um, I've even got a broadcaster's license. But uh, never applied. Well, I did apply and work briefly at a little station somewhere in sales department. Okay. Uh, but I'm open to anything right now. I'm about to lose my home. So uh, do me a favor, Mike, and send me your resume um, and uh, ways, you know, contact information. Obviously, I'll have it in the email. But send me a, a, can, can you send it via email to me? Sure. Yeah, send it to me. So this way, if anybody hears... This here's what you've just said, and they want to reach out. They've got an opportunity for you. Then they can reach out to me, and I can forward it over to them. Is that fair? Okay. Well, that works. Appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So send uh, shoot me an email. It's Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. Thepetecalendarshow.com. Yeah, and I'll spell the last name for you. It's K A L I N E R. Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. All right. All right, I'll do that right now. Thanks. All right, yes, sir. All right, thanks. And if anybody has heard Mike and they have a, an employment opportunity that they think Mike might be able to fill, uh, send me an email, and I'll put you in contact with them.